the B-side in boxing. B-side shit. B-side. B-side. And the B-side. You got a B-side. The B-side. 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 The B-side. That B-side thing. This is the B-side's boxing podcast. Hey, it took me a little bit longer to get back to you than I expected, but here they are. These are our picks for 2023. Fight, fighter, knockout. You you get the idea. Uh, so I just cut right to where the last segment ended. So just picking right back up. There was nothing in between that was missed. So here we go. Did you all bring your end of year picks? I did. There's a couple that I really struggled. Yeah, some I struggled with also. I was going to lean off you guys for a few of them. (laughs) All right. Well, then I will lead off on them since I got the good ones. I got the goods here. All right. So fight of the year. I went with Emmanuel Navarrete draws with Robson Contesau. Really? That wasn't even on my list. Yeah. It was a lot of great back and forth action, um, and the draw calls called for an immediate rematch, which they both were interested in taking. It was a good fight. I really enjoyed watching that one. Uh, I'm going to pretend that was the main event of that card because there was nothing after that. There was no more boxing <laughs> after that mm. fight. You see what I did there? Oh, I would oh. say either either that one or the. Uh, Jaime Munguia and Dervachenko fight. That was, that was really that's good. That's I had. That's okay. who I had. Those are good. Pick. That's a good pick. Um, uh, I, my honorable mention was Ramirez versus Espinoza. Ramirez? I'm so bad at names. Huh. Why can't I think of that fight? Uh, second. Like yeah. Which Ramirez uh, who? Uh, the, the, yeah, this is the problem, isn't it? Rafael oh, it? Espinoza upset Robese, oh, Robese Ramirez. Robese Ramirez. Yeah, that was mm. interesting. It was a really fun fight. I went and I rewatched the Mangia Dervachenko. I rewatched Laura uh, versus. Lee Wood, and I rewatched Ramirez versus Espinoza, and wow. they were all great. But uh, Mangia Dervachenko was by far my favorite. Yeah, that was really good. Um, it was just all action, and poor Dervachenko got fucked again. <laughs> he did. It was super close. What didn't he get knocked down? He end. got knocked down in the 11th, I want to say. I think that's what put it over the and edge. That, that literally is. Like, he it was, was so close on the scorecard. Yeah. And because I rewatched it, um, Mangia had been trying to pay him out to make it a 10-round fight and not a 12-round fight. And if Derevichenko had taken the money, he would have won the fight. <laughs> Get paid and win. Yeah. Okay, um, fighter of the year. I know you, you at least Shinada, you're gonna have in a way for sure. Uh, yeah. Drip, you might not, but so I picked in a way. That's my first pick. <clears throat> Beat up Fulton, who was a, a, a unified champion. Then you dust off Tapalas to 
get the full the full four. Uh, but so for for the sake of variety, I'm going with uh, Johnny Beck Alim Kanuli. He f- just destroys Stephen Butler, and then unifies with uh, German citizen Vincenzo Gualtieri. And he mm. that is a niche pick. He does not speak Italian at all. He's very German. I that's <laughs> I'm just throwing. Name is Vincenzo. I know. I know. That's what makes it so fun. Uh, yeah, I'm throwing him out there as like the just for variety. Like in a way, come on, like that's he's the guy. There's no fucking question about it. Yeah, I guess like runner up, I'll say Devin Haney. Which is yeah, that's a good, that's a good shout. Mm. I've th- seen some people say Crawford for one win. Eh, yeah, I, it was a big win. Reaction. No, uh, that's my reaction. I've also seen an argument for Zhang. But eh, no, so. it's it's in a way. Nobody beats in a way this no. year. Yeah, Crawford right. does have a very like the magnitude of his single win is great. Yes, there's a very big argument there, but I don't. I still don't think that it counts over like Inoue who has two very large wins, or Haney who had two very large wins. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so, buddy. He could have just like cleaned, just f- fucked up some random mandatory and that would could have done it for him, but. Mm. All right, new challenger of the year. I picked Abdullah Mason. Been high on this guy for impossible to dislike that kid. To use the uh, the Discord, <laughs> he went five and zero this year with four stoppages. My runner up is Tenshin Nasukawa, who went two and zero. Uh, I got Andy Cruz. Good pick. Yeah, that's that's the only one I could really think of. This is one of the ones where I really struggled to come up with names. I would say Andy Cruz gets could would likely get it on name recognition and how given how his pedigree coming in his amateur pedigree coming into the pro ranks absolutely all right upset of the year my number one pick Roy Jones Jr. fought on April Fool's Day very fitting (laughs) I I am upset that he's still fighting that's the upset of the year <laughs> I was gonna say upset of the year. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. For the for the jokes, that was for the jokes. But Erickson Lubin, uh, robbing, beating Jesus Ramos. That's quite an upset. Ooh. So this is gonna sound a little cliche, and don't ring me out for it. But honestly, Parker being Wilder, kind of no, an upset. No, that's a good one. No, I didn't like, see it coming that way at yeah. all. I'll definitely throw it in there for contention. I didn't write down first names again. Uh, who beat Figueroa? Fulton. Uh, that no. was last. Brandon Figueroa was beaten by Fulton in like October of 22. Is he the super tall one? Yes. Uh, Mark Magzio beating him. But now that I say it out loud, that sounds stupid. So. Maxio. Zhang beating Joyce. I know a lot of people weren't that surprised. I was really surprised. I thought his age was really going to be a problem. So, yeah. I guess mine's going to be uh, Zhang versus Joyce. All right. 
Upset of the year is fucking Roy Jones. God, why are you still doing that? Uh, stoppage of the year. This is why I was telling you about... Uh, there's and- only one. Andrew Maloney. Ah, uh, see, I think there's two. I think there's two. Oh, oh. Andrew Maloney was... Uh, he was in this fight. He was really, really trying. He was giving it his best, and he was doing really well. Just at the end of the last round, Nakatani just lands the perfect one, and that was the end. Uh, but uh, Ryo, Merking, Chris Colbert, that was fun. Too much fun. Well, hold on. What about uh, Jang and uh, Joyce? Well. Jang Joyce? I wouldn't yeah, I was... call those very as exciting. I wouldn't call it a stoppage, but I mean, definitely, he didn't stop him. <laughs> yeah, he did stop him, but I he had the stop same him. two. I had the same two as Leo. The yeah. Nakatani one is visually the most appealing yeah, knockout. Yeah. yeah, that one was the, filthy. It was amazing. But I, honest to God, thought Colbert might be dead. So. Yeah, that one, uh, also a little bit satisfying given the nature of their first fight yeah um okay master class of the year i had here actually joseph parker versus deontay wilder and i uh devin haney versus regis progray uh i could agree with those because i don't think there was way too many like other master classes besides those two shakur stevenson versus edwin Delo santos no? no. Yeah. Pulling teeth. <laughs> yeah. Pulling teeth. No, definitely not. Uh, yeah. Devin Haney versus Regis Progre is my top pick, though. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that. Yeah. I. This is another one that I struggled with. I didn't want to pick them twice, but I thought Anui versus uh, Fulton might fit in there as well. For, yeah. For the for how long it lasted. It really was yeah. totally lopsided. Uh, as for ass kicking of the year, uh, Terrence Crawford. Crawford yeah, that's the easy yep. pick. But for variety's sake, I have a Jaron Ennis versus Roy Mendia. My honorable mention was Bam versus Sunny. That is a good one, though. Very good. My honorable mention is uh, uh hold on, fuck, who did he fight? I don't want to spoil it just yet. Um, hold on, don't hate me for this, but. Montana Love and uh, Liam Barrow. <laughs> what? Who would hate you for that? Montana Love, <laughs> man. I mean, poor Barrow did pretty. Barrow did whoop his ass pretty bad. He did, and I mean, I don't think anybody really loves Montana. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, oh, the puns are on fire. Today. I know. I can't help myself. Get, get a like ref in here. Get, get Tony Weeks in here. <laughs> Uh, for comeback of the year, the Lee Wood coming back to beat Josh Warrington. That one was great. My fun pick, though, Jericho O'Quinn was losing every single second of 14 minutes and 19 seconds of boxing. Every single one of those seconds he lost until he get that, got that lucky shot on Peter McGrail to knock him out. Yeah, that was... Yeah, can't argue that. I didn't know where. Yeah, complete. He got hit, bounced back from the ropes to propel himself into a right hand that won him the fight. So I actually had a different Lee Wood fight (laughs) 
his comeback of the year. I had Wood versus Conlon. Was that this year? Yeah. Oh, that shit. was February. Well. I was shocked as well, because when I went and looked it up, so much has happened in my life since then. Yeah, but crazy. Yeah, so that was February 2023. And then Gil versus Conlon was also a good comeback. Basically, Conlon's beating people until they knock him out. And yeah. basically, Lee Wood is losing until he knocks somebody out in 2023. I think Lee Wood was also... struggling with weight. That's what he was saying. Yeah. I also, um, it's a bit of recency bias, probably. But I thought Sitsumi deserved a callback on this one. Because he lost every round in that fight. He was getting his ass except... beat. Or the ones that he won. Yeah, that's uh, pulled victory from the jaws of defeat there. Yeah, I, I don't feel like comeback is maybe the right word though, right. because it they were scattered throughout the fight. Uh, villain of the year, I can't. I could not decide between these two. Like these aren't. I couldn't rank them. Shakur Stevenson for that bullshit that he called fight a boxing match against Edwin De Los Santos and then having the fucking audacity to act like he's the fucking king of the world. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. Yeah. And then yeah, he's top of the list. I have to include Jermel Charlo and I'm using my IT crowd reference here. Did you see that ludicrous display last night against fucking Both Canelo? Absolute Both trash. Of them were horrible. Complete garbage. And then also beating his wife. Oh my lord! After and to follow that up, like what? You couldn't use that energy in the fucking ring? Fucking moron. Well, and that that interview that is possibly the most fucking ridiculous thing or call or whatever it was. It wasn't an interview that got leaked. What did? It, Where I, he, I didn't hear yeah. this. It was like oh, a phone call. So, yeah, Jermel Charlo was complaining to his friend how he thought his wife was different and, like, would just take the beating and he was pissed off that she called the cops like a woman. And I was like, what are you talking about? Um, That's crazy, because, like, a few weeks prior, he did not have that same outlook on Canelo. He just looked lost in there. Yep. Yeah, crazy. but... Get talking your wife for calling the cops when you beat her. You are <laughs> even you're in a, a an undisputed Bro. boxing champion, and you're beating yeah. the Christ out of a woman that's like a fraction your size. What Dude, the hell was, do you expect? I was never a and fan of Charlo's was. I never liked them like back in the day. I just don't like them now. I was never a fan of Charlo's. They always kind of just rub me the wrong way. No. Uh, I've always heard. Um, I, a friend of mine, he was fortunate to get into like a VIP section of some club they were hanging out at after a, after a fight in uh, New York. And he told me that Jermall is he's much more relaxed, really laid back, pretty chill, uh, more of a mild mannered guy. And that Jermall was the one that was acting crazy out there, like drinking a lot and trying to mess around with girls and stuff so i don't know i've always yeah. i've always since he told me that and that was i don't know how many years ago now but 
that from that point, I was like, I'm keeping like a, a suspicious eye on Jermel now. And Jermel, you can kind of just, I could write it off as like, okay, he's just playing it up for the cameras. Mm -hmm. Jermel doesn't seem terrible. No. Yeah, I agree. Jermel seems like a piece of shit. He's a much more sympathetic figure, too, for me especially, being able to identify a lot with his difficulties, so. I get it. I get it for you, buddy. Uh, hero of the year. I picked Probox TV for guiding us through these dark times with great fucking scraps every other Wednesday. Thank you, guys. I'm not getting paid for this. I just really enjoy Probox <laughs> TV. Uh, but the, it's not a bad thing. The other one is Amanda Serrano dropping the WBC title. Uh, the WBC refused to budge on women's fights 12 by 3. Even just even if you keep it at 10 minute or 10 uh, rounds for women's championship fights, they didn't want to increase it to 3 minutes or keep it 2 minute rounds and increase it to 12 rounds. And they didn't want to budge on either of it. So Serrano dropped it like fuck this uh i am a human being i can fight for three minutes so can anyone else and so i i, I got one for you i got a good one for you francis nagano that's a good one for beating the brakes off fury <laughs> something we it all had to fun. see something we all wanted to see very badly and i'm glad he was the one to do it sure he lost I mean, quote unquote lost. We'll say that. Yeah. We'll, we'll say lost a grand salt. But, but I will put hero of the year as Francis Naganu. For that, and with the context of him coming off having been screwed over so badly by UFC, becoming a free agent, uh, scoring this huge deal with uh, PFL, and then he's able to because of the the way his deal is structured, he was able to leverage that. Tyson Fury fight and and arguably and let's won. not forget let's not forget he gave his coach a huge paycheck after the Fury fight like life changing money that's yeah dude that's here that's hero of the year that's well, it yeah he I I can I've heard that uh, Ngannou's not very smart with money regardless like if you're gonna pay someone it's like your coach your trainer whatever that like they should be one of them yeah, I don't think giving your coach a bonus is a terrible idea. Uh, let me see if I can find the article real quick. Because uh, it was apparently like, a, like more than like their agreed amount or something. Uh, I might have to cut these into two segments. End yeah, it's getting kind of long. Hey? Yeah, end of the year picks will be separate, but I'll, mm. I'll make it work. I actually didn't have a hero of the year. I... I couldn't think of anyone. The year has been so bleak. Like, just... There was no hero to save us. I really struggled with a couple of these, and I thought that was one that I could leave till the end and just think of someone, but I didn't. I left Fight <laughs> of the Year until the end for that exact reason. And as I would... I found Shakur Stevenson as the villain, and was like, oh, shit, that's right. Never attained Contest, I was awesome. So there you go, fight of the year. Completely forgot about the other ones. 
Fight of the Year was the first one I did, and I rewatched like six fights for it, and it took so much time, but it was awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I do like to do keep. Wait, no, these we can scrap, but at the mid year, I like to do it again and hold on to those until the end of the year, see if it changes, see how which uh, ones carry okay. over. Oh, that would be fun. Okay. Uh, I think that's it for this little extended edition of right other I'm sorry lost my I think uh, I'm getting a little bit Tony Weeksy up in my head so no. other shows go to oh yeah he should also be oh no i guess that's this year i was gonna say he yeah. should be villain of the year i you could hold on to that one for the mid-year <laughs> uh so other stuff that i do is lvxmedia.net there's all the other shows are there mma uh, slice of life politics if you're into that kind of thing or astrology Similarly, if you're a skeptic, even it's still fun because I'm the uh, resident skeptic on it. Um, so we're still working out how we're going to structure the social media stuff, but for the time being, uh, Lux Media Net on everything. If you can't find it, I'm not on it. Uh, best thing, best way to help though, besides like interaction, interacting with social media shit, is uh, rating on wherever you're listening. Helps a lot. Shit more than anything uh, if you want to comment on any of our picks check the uh, luxmedia.net uh, b-sides boxing button there's a phone number there 833-LUX-PODS it's anonymous if you call it go straight to voicemail you can text if you want definitely interested in hearing what you think about these picks I think you did a good job I don't think anyone will have anything yeah. to say. <laughs> yeah, not much contest there. Yeah, so I think that's going to do it. Um, parting words. Um, besides boxing, like, share, subscribe, check out the merch, uh, and get it back Tuesday. Mm. And fuck Tony Weeks. Fuck Tony Weeks. Keep your New Year's resolutions simple. Oh, That's mine. Actually, fun uh, bit from our astrology, cosmology, tarot, and all that stuff. It's called ooky spooky stuff. Uh, the, one of the the other panelists on there, she told me most people's New Year's resolutions fail because in primitive times, the New Year was the vernal equinox, not the first of January. So when spring has sprung that's when that's the new year oh like the chinese lunar new year is that what you mean i don't think it's lunar because it's uh, the vernal equinox is still a solar thing <clears throat> okay but yeah <laughs> just a little fun fact if you want to hear more about that type of weirdo shit there you go <laughs> uh that's gonna do it wait oh oh uh, more i thought i heard uh, somebody take a deep breath like they were excited to say something oh that, that oh. was me, uh, but it, it's not for boxing, but I did the shrine visit, oh, the New Year cool. shrine visit. 
it was super cool. I went to the really big shrine in Tokyo. It was madness busy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was the Buddhist temple gave me a bad fortune. So you tie it up and leave it there. So the bad luck stays with the piece of paper. And I went to the Shinto shrine uh, for my favorite of the Shinto gods, the Anari. And they gave me the extra good luck. So I brought that one home. So it's going to be a good year. Very cool. There you go. There it is. It's going to be a good year. Uh, Tony Weeks is going to fucking retire. Anui is going to keep his run going. We're going to hopefully see AJ fight in Vegas. Fingers crossed. (laughs) AJ Wilder in Vegas finally. The good will come. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of Besides Boxing. Thank you for listening. All righty. See you later, alligators. (coughs) What? (laughs) What? What?